We've all had it, waking up in the middle of the night with the cold sweats or with detailed dreams on our mind. For the Christian, what should we do with these dreams? Where do they come from? And how do we fight against those that may tempt us? Welcome to a new season of Consider It, where we consider questions regarding life, theology, and the church. Consider it as a ministry of Redemption Bible Church in New Braunfels, Texas. Do you have questions regarding life, theology, and the church? If so, text the word redemption and your question to 830-299-7505 and we will consider your question. To learn more about redemption, you can visit redemption.bible. I'm Michael Hawkins. And I'm Blair Cushman. Let's consider it. Welcome back to Consider It. This morning we're going to consider another question. Recently I have struggled with having very detailed dreams from my past, and I don't know how to fight against them. I know the Bible tells us to take our thoughts captive, to think about the things above, but how do I fight against these temptations in my dreams? Okay. I like uh, this question. This is, you know, as we take questions concerning life, theology, and the church, this is a this is a real-life question. Yeah, and I love, too, that they're already thinking about Scripture and trying to apply it and just working through that. So. Right, right. Here's real life. What does the Bible have to say? How do we, how do we walk through this? And so, you know, dreams are a common experience. <clears throat> yeah. Some people, I think, have dreams maybe more so than others. I don't have tons of dreams sometimes, um, um, but... Uh, I'm not one who has dreams like every single night, but yeah. there are some people that you meet that it's like a nightly occurrence and multiple dreams. You know, they wake up in the morning and 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 can describe them back to you and yeah. talk through it, and uh, it's actually quite amazing. You yeah, know, I wake up in the morning, and I just I don't know, I'm, like, <laughs> I'm so groggy. <laughs> I and need coffee. I need some coffee, and I want to get to you know my time with the Lord, and that's that's really all in my mind. Yeah. You know, when I wake up, and um, I can tell you what happened over you know the last uh, six seven eight hours I mean, yeah <laughs> I mean no I had a dream but I don't usually remember them yeah personally. I'm, I'm with you I, I rarely have dreams I yeah. think every now and then there are those that stand out that kind of get you thinking right um, sometimes they're reoccurring sure that make you start to, to question and wonder okay like right. is there something to this and right. so dreams are fascinating you know it's like what right. is going on? Right. Because there are those that are like reoccurring, reoccurring themes or something. And then there are also sometimes the bizarre ones, <laughs> the, you know, yeah. where somebody maybe that you haven't seen in decades from your childhood just yeah. all of a sudden pops into your mind. Um, and it's whether it's like a real memory or just like some sort of other, you know, totally made up scenario or something yeah. like that. And, and you get the ones that are blended between reality and make believe. Right, and right. it's like, you're with this person, but you're at some other person's house. Yeah. And it's just, you right. know, and worlds crossing, you know, people that have never met and, you know, from different maybe seasons in yeah. your life. And, and so it is, it is kind of a fascinating, you know, uh, uh, idea when we stop and think about it. Yeah. And, uh, you know, because then there are also dreams, which also seems to be alluded to in the question here, because sometimes there are also those really kind of like frightening uh, mm-hmm. dreams, you know, well, nightmares, 
and maybe this isn't a nightmare type one, but there are those that where we wake up, uh, you know, fearful in cold sweats or with, a, you know, where we're afraid for our life and shaking or yeah. something just horrendous, tragic or terrible has happened in our dreams just that we can't even fathom, you know, maybe some, some harm to somebody that we love. And then there are those that are like super tempting, you know, maybe mm-hmm. they're a sexualized dream yeah. where, uh, you know, there's this like encounter, you know, that that's that's super alarming or yeah. um, or, or erotic or something right. that uh, that, you know, maybe frightens us or gets us, you know, or gets us excited, you know, depending. But uh, yeah. it's like, where did that even come from? You know, um, and scientists and researchers have tried to do studies for ever it seems like to try to understand what goes on and yet i think we have to just embrace the fact that this is kind of a mystery zone for us only the lord really knows what goes on in our mind and heart and what's happening in this you know in 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 our sleep in in our in our mind yeah i think just even as we think about how much we know about the human brain like it's, it's such a small amount that um you know, this is just another example of how our thoughts and life, just bits and pieces, influence us and impact us in different ways. And right. the things that we kind of carry that we don't even know that we carry. And I don't know, there's just, there's a lot going on in the, in our brains that, that we just don't know. We just don't know. From a, from a scientific kind of human understanding viewpoint, we just, we just don't know. Yeah. And, you know, there are those that are trying to research and, and figure it out and more power to them. And at the same time, good luck. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, they're a lot smarter than us probably yeah. in that realm. But but just to think about the intricacies of God's creation and the way that he's wired us together and, and yep. created our, our brains and our function. Like, it's just, it's another example of just his awesomeness. Yeah. Yeah. And how infinite he is and how finite we are. Yeah. You know, we don't know everything, and yet, uh, as we come to the scripture, we find that God does. You know, yeah. we're fearfully and wonderfully made, and uh, He knows the thoughts and intentions of our hearts, and so God, God knows what's going on there. And and you know, and then you know, from a Christian standpoint, as we come to the scripture, we see that dreams are a normal part of human experience. Yep. Yeah, um, and even see those kind of. Uh, some uh, rare times throughout human history that God has used dreams to communicate. Um, We have to be uh, extra cautious when it comes to this, and you know, where some have maybe crossed a line to making that a normative Mm -hmm. experience and taking our dreams as uh, as always communication from God or something like that. So trying to uh, read into the dreams that we have as, you know, as, you know, some sort of sign from the Lord, like, oh, well, what color did you see in, you know, in your dream? What color were you wearing? And that's, you know, yeah. symbolic of something else. And we just was like, whoa, 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 like time out. You know, we don't have scriptural backing for much of these things, you know, yeah. where we can confidently say God has used dreams and can use dreams. Right to communicate to his people, but also show incredible caution of saying this is a normal means by which he has and does communicate to his people. Right, yeah, I'm just, as you're talking, thinking Hebrews 1, 
You know, long ago at many times and in many ways, God spoke to our fathers by the prophets. But in these last days, he has spoken to us by his son, whom he appointed the heir of all things, through whom also he created the world. You know, and just we know that Jesus is the word. Yeah. And uh, and so we see that, you know, he has spoken in multiple ways over time. Yeah. And yet here we see that the common way that he speaks to us is yeah. through his word. Yeah, through, you know, he spoke through the son while he was here and as a human, yeah. and uh, we have much of that recorded in the scripture, you know, what was inspired for us, and uh, and then captured in the living word of God, as Hebrews 4 will call it, the word of God is living and active, yeah. sharper than any two-edged sword, uh, you know, piercing or dividing down to, you know, bone and marrow, <laughs> right, soul yeah. and spirit. And so that's the, uh, uh, that it's, it's God's word that we have that speaks to us. Mm -hmm. And so, um, and that should give us like great, you know, freedom when we have dreams that we don't have to like get overly concerned about, is this from the Lord? Is this not, you know, and, and start trying to recall everything that was in our dream and, uh, and just kind of going down that, that rabbit hole. And I think just even as we think about God and his character, like he is a God of order yeah he he's a god of clarity and so yeah. um, even as we think about dreams and confusion about some of these things like yeah. god wants to communicate with us and he does communicate with us clearly yeah in a manner that we can understand and comprehend and right and so you know because even the examples in the bible of god speaking through james to you know like in genesis to joseph and then Joseph interpreting Pharaoh's dreams, yeah. and uh, then into the New Testament, and Peter having dreams in the Book of Acts, and you know, different. And those are just a couple examples. Yeah, I think and, Joseph when you know Mary was, yeah, pregnant. Right. Is in in each of those, we're at some pretty significant times in salvific history. Yeah, where God was doing some massive, you know. Uh, changes, if you will, or just communicating some pretty significant truths. Mm-hmm. You know, when you think of all, all of those times, you know, leading God's people out of slavery, you know, in the time of Joseph, well, uh, er, well Joseph into what he was going to do with Joseph and yeah. taking him into slavery and all that, how he's going to preserve his people through the famine and things. And then, uh, you know, and then the coming of the Messiah mm-hmm. and and the birth of the church yeah. and Gentile inclusion and all that, just in those examples. But all the others, like, there were some significant times, yeah. and they were undeniable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Un, un, like, undeniable, this is from the Lord. No need for, like, any sort of hesitation, like, this is this is from God. Yeah. And, uh, you know, we don't have all the details of what exactly that looked like, but um, but probably more than just the average nightly dream or nightmare yeah it seems there was clarity and action yeah um a confidence in these that they were you know matter-of-factly from the lord and we just we don't see that much now it's like we wake up and we remember it and it's like well that was kind of weird like all right what happened yeah there you know? yeah and so that's where we can just say even i know this isn't necessarily what the question is driving at but yeah. it's uh, but it's just i think hopefully helpful as we're thinking through okay well what what, what our dreams does god communicate through them that's just kind of the natural question yeah. that arises but let's let's just come back then to the question here because there seems to be all right i've had these uh, having these recurring detailed dreams mm-hmm. that are apparently 
leading to some kind of temptation. Yeah. You know, and, and I think that's, you know, probably a normal experience for some. And if it is a, like a sexualized dream, is this leading to, you know, sexual temptation? Yeah. Um, if it's, uh, you know, maybe it, there's some like angst in it. And so maybe it's tempting to anger or something like you just wake up really mad about uh, yeah. something. Or maybe it's a very scary dream and you're being tempted to fear, you know, where you wake up and you're just anxious and fearful and worrying. Like, is this going to happen? And, you know, my maybe it's something terrible that happened to your kid in your dream and so now you, you know you're, you're you wake up and throughout the day you're just worrying about you yeah. know that that something's going to happen to your kid or your husband or mm-hmm. your wife or um you know what, whatever it might be right and uh and i think we could all probably say yeah i've been there yeah yeah i've had some of those and so how then do we fight against those temptations when the source is from our dreams and things that we don't really understand and like you mentioned, I love that, taking us back to the Word of God yeah. there and the question, the desire to be there. Yeah, and I think even here as we see, you know, very detailed dreams, I think one of the things we need to remember is that just because they're very detailed and seem realistic, yeah, like we don't we don't want to put our emphasis on the the clarity or the detail. Sure of the dream you know it's like oh well this seemed really real so there must be something to it and that one seems abstract and kind of make-believe and so oh that you know i just i want to point that distinction out that just because the the dream may seem detailed like doesn't mean that there's something more to it right right if anything when it comes to dreams and things like this this is often my counsel one, one way or another is whether it's from the Lord or not, like that's really here nor there in this regard. Right. Let these things be an impetus to pray. Mm. You know, if you wake up in the middle of the night, somebody's on your mind. Maybe the Lord did put them on their mind. You don't have to read too much into it, you know, or whatever. But man, if you wake up and your mom's on, on your mind in the middle of the night, take the opportunity to stop and pray. Yep. Pray God's blessing on your mom. Pray, you know, for uh, his goodness and grace uh, on your mom or, or whoever it might be, you know. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's a maybe it's an enemy. Maybe it's, you know, a, a bad relationship from the past or whatever. Who knows? Maybe it's somebody you haven't had a contact with, like, literally for decades. Mm-hmm. Use it as an opportunity to pray for that person. That's right. If you're still in contact with them and, you know, have a relationship or something, just say, hey, you know what? Prayed for you last night. And yeah. you even just let them know. Even if not, use it as an opportunity to pray and pray for that person. Or in this case, pray, you know, for God's sanctifying work in your life against that temptation. Yeah. God, I need your help right now. Something's going on in my heart and my mind. I need your help to to see the way of escape, you know, first Corinthians 10, mm-hmm. you know, no temptation has overtaken you, but that is common to man. And God has given a way of escape. Yeah. I, I know that was like a, a, a quick paraphrase of that, <laughs> but the point is there just pray and ask God, God, give me the way of escape, even in this dream, you know? Yeah. And, uh, you know, the, the quote from second Corinthians 10, that was first Corinthians 10, but second Corinthians 10 about taking our thoughts captive mm-hmm. That's really in the context, I think, of, uh, of philosophies or ideas that are anti-gospel or non-biblical. And we have to be very careful because those things can get like lodged in our brain as truth. Yeah. And so when we're 
you know, taking in, you know, secular wisdom and things like we have to be like, we just have to be on guard. We have to take that cap, like, no, like yeah. we need to obey Christ. We want to be solidly within biblical wisdom, but it's a, but, but it's the same principle, you know, yeah. I think is applicable here is yeah, take them captive. Don't let these thoughts in. Um, I just have, I've told people this when, you know, if a tempting thought comes in my mind, I just have this kind of like reaction. I'll just like grab it like it's a piece of paper. I'll just like take it and like crumple it up in my hand and throw it away. <laughs> You're like, no, I don't need to think of that. Yeah. And then like pretend I'm taking a piece of paper, crumbling, throwing it in the trash. And, uh, and that's just something that, you know, just kind of a physical reaction to, all right, yeah. I'm just taking that out of my mind. I don't need to think about that. But then you have to take it to the next step as well and backfilling it in right, yeah. then with what is good and true and right. And, you know, to think about things that are above, as, you know, the question also uh, said. And so yeah. Colossians 3, you know, set your mind on things that are above, right? Where Christ is seated on his throne. And so that's where prayer is so helpful in that. It's like, no, I'm not going to think about that. But God, now let me just recall back to you how good you are. Yeah. And so you can just start cataloging the characteristics of God. Yeah. I think a lot of times in these situations we respond in fear, Mm. you know, it's, we, we have a dream that seems odd or out of place or convicting of of sorts. And, you know, we just fearfully go into panic. Like, why would I have thought that, you know, instead of taking it to the Lord, confessing it, you know, repenting of it. And just like you're saying, casting it out, yeah. backfilling it with what is good and right and honorable and true. Um, and so I think just not allowing ourselves to be fear driven yeah. in these moments, right. but to understand like, yeah, like we're flawed, we're broken yeah. and we can confess that right. and, and take it to the Lord and that he's faithful to, to forgive us and to, to meet us in those moments. Yeah. And so, because that's in it's in situations like this where fear thrives because we don't fully understand it. Yeah. In 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 situations or in scenarios like this that we don't understand everything, like we don't understand what's going on in dream world, we don't understand where all these things are come from, and in the absence of information, we fill in gaps, and oftentimes we fear in, in yeah. those, you know where those gaps are. Yeah. Because we don't know what this means, we don't know where it's from. But, you know, then we yeah. that's where panic but when we have information then we can walk you know confidently and so here's just another area in our life when it comes to dreams and specifically tempting dreams to continue to trust the lord to cast our burdens on the lord to uh, to walk in faith and not in fear and to just actively then set our mind on the things that we do know right who god is how he's called us to walk what he has done for us in Christ. What is the way of wisdom, you know? Yeah. And that takes practice. Yeah. Like that's where I love Philippians 4 in this. You know, we know Philippians 4 about don't be anxious for anything, and yeah. you know, but in everything, with thanksgiving, make your requests known to God and the peace of God, which passes all understanding, will guard your heart and mind in Christ Jesus. Like right there, right? Yeah. You know, like that's what we're getting at. Mm-hmm. You want to guard your heart and yeah. mind, you know, pray about it. With thanksgiving, be thankful to the Lord. But right after that is also a familiar verse, 
verse 8, Philippians 4, 8, Finally, brothers, whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is commendable, if there is any excellence, if there is anything worthy of praise, think about these things, yeah. right? So there's the categories of which to think about. You know, God is the, you know, the perfection of all those things right. and the things of God. But we, we often stop there and forget verse 9 where, can, where Paul goes, he says, what you have learned and received and heard and seen in me, practice these things, and the God of peace will be with you. Yeah. And so what's he getting at there? Discipline. Practice. Yeah. Over and over and over and over. And so every morning, after every dream, and every temptation, we got to practice this. Yeah. we got to put it, the, the, the skill doesn't just come natural. You know, you don't just get... Uh, super awesome at hitting a baseball by the you know the first time you grab a bat it's practice practice yeah. practice time in the batting cage over and over seeing the pitches and uh, and swinging the bat yeah and I think too as you're talking about these things you know after the dream also I think of first Peter 1 13 therefore mm. prepare your minds for action yeah. and being sober-minded set your hope fully on the grace that will be brought to you in the revelation of Jesus Christ just that idea of being sober-minded, preparing for action, as we're going to bed, like, if these dreams are a common occurrence, like, we're, we're putting on the armor of God, we're we're praying ahead of time, Lord, I recognize that I'm vulnerable in this place. I need your strength, your protection. Help me to, uh, you know, right. help me in my sleep, you know, watch over me, you know. Right. And so I think just, it's, the before preparing yeah. and the after when it, these things do happen to right. to go back and remember those truths. Yeah. 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 Go to bed, prayed up, you know, don't yeah. let your head hit the pillow without praying, whether on your own or if you're married, praying with your spouse and, uh, go to bed, prayed up, not in fear, but like just because it's a great practice to yeah. end your day communing with the Lord. Like why would, even if even if you don't struggle with dreams, that seems to be a, like a great discipline. Yeah. And then yeah, and then in response to times like this, um, it's just continuing to come back to the Lord, and that's what uh, you know, because because here's the reality, and whether we're tempted in dreams or we're tempted, you know, in when when we're fully awake, if we're tempted when we're alone, you know, and our phone is staring at us, or we're tempted in a, in a group of people. The, the answer is still the same. Cast yourself on the Lord. Take the way of escape. Fill your mind with the, you know, with the things of the Lord and, uh, and continue to walk faithfully and obediently and gratefully yeah. that God has given you the tools to fight sin and to walk in godliness. Yeah. And praise God for that. Right. right? Uh, no matter where the, the temptation comes from and, uh, you know, and things like this where we just don't even fully understand you yeah. know um so these are you know this is a good question it's good yeah. uh, good things to consider and you know in light of dreams and tempting dreams and things yeah i think just as we think about that it's the idea of just constantly you know being intentional in our our thoughts as we're we're taking these thoughts captive right. like, yeah keep doing that yeah like it, as as we fix our mind on the things above, like keep doing that. And if you have the yep. dream, like keep going, it's that endurance that builds character. Right. right? And, yep. uh, and so don't 
don't give up hope when right. you're prayed up and you go to bed and you still have one of these dreams. Like just, it's that, that constant repetitive obedience, trusting the Lord. Um, that's building that character, producing new habits, new thoughts. Right. And so I'm just so encouraging just, that. It's another way of saying sanctification. That's right. This is just another example of where God is sanctifying us in our mind. And, uh, and, and, you know, he's, he's just using this wherever, however it's happening or, you know, whatever the source is, it's just another way to be sanctified and submitting to the Lord and, you know, with dreams from our past or wherever they might be, just part of God's sanctifying work. And that's a good thing. Yeah. You know, that's just a great thing that God is refining in us so we don't have to fear. We don't have to be worried. We don't have to, you know be freaked out but as you quoted from first peter be sober minded and uh, just continue on in the way of faithfulness and watch god work. Amen. that's what it's all about thank you for joining us today on this new season of considerate ministry of redemption bible church in new Braunfels, texas we welcome your questions regarding life theology in the church You can submit these questions by texting the word redemption and your question to 830-299-7505. To learn more about redemption, visit us online at redemption.bible. Thank you for listening. Our aim each episode is to be truthful and helpful to the glory of God. Join us next time on Consider It.